gloves. I thought you were a left footer, Admiral. It's a rosary. A rosary. Nelson's mother has a wooden rosary from Lourdes, and she prays a decade every night. Nelson's sisters, Groinia and Maeve, were given rosaries for their first Holy Communions. Nelson didn't get one because he was a boy. Bug it, he says, although the rosary is already sealed in a plastic evidence bag. It's important evidence. If you say so, Chief. Nelson straightens up. He has heard a car approaching and guesses that it's Clough and Tim. Besides, he's had enough of Chris Stevenson and his breezy good humour. His sergeants come towards him. Both are tall and dark, and have been described, though not by Nelson, as handsome. But there the resemblance ends. Clough is white and Tim is black, but there's much more to it than that. Clough is heavily built, wearing jeans and skiing jacket. He's looking around with something like excitement, and there's a half-eaten bagel in his hand. Tim is taller and slimmer. He's wearing a long dark coat and knotted scarf, and could be a politician visiting a factory. His face gives nothing away. Nelson briefs them quickly. He calls over the local officer, who explains that the body was found by an early morning dog walker. Her little dog actually got into the ditch and was, well, shaking the deceased. If she's in night clothes, says Tim, she could be a patient at the sanctuary. The same thought has occurred to Nelson. It was the waffle pattern slippers that first gave him the idea. The sanctuary is a private hospital specialising in drug rehabilitation. Because a lot of the patients are famous, though not to Nelson, the place exists in an atmosphere of high walls, secrecy and rumours of drug-fuelled orgies. It is quite near here, about a mile across the fields. Good thinking, he says. You and Cluffy can go over there in a minute and ask if any patients are missing. Foxy O'Hara's meant to be there at the moment, says Clough, swallowing the last of his bagel. Who? You must have heard of her. She was on I'm a Celebrity Before Christmas. You're jabbering, Cluffy. Nelson turns to Chris Stevenson, who has emerged from the ditch and is taking off his coveralls. Anything else for us, Chris? No handy name tapes on the dressing gown? No, but it's a good one. Pricey, from John Lewis. Costs a bit to stay in the sanctuary, says Nelson. I think that's our best bet. Excuse me, sir. It's one of the local policemen, nervous and respectful. But there's a man asking to see you. Looks a bit of a nutter, but he says he knows you. Cathbad, says Clough, without looking round. Clough is right. Nelson sees Cathbad standing beyond the police tape, wearing his trademark cloak. How strange, and slightly unsettling, that Nelson was thinking about him only a few moments before. He strides over. Cathbad, what are you doing here? I'm house-sitting in Walsingham. What about Judy? Have you left her alone with a newborn baby? Miranda's ten weeks old, and she's an old soul. No, Judy's taken the children to visit her parents. That doesn't explain why you're here, at a crime scene. The woman you found, says Cathbad, 
Was she wearing a blue cloak? Nelson takes a step back. Who says we found a woman? He half expects Cathbad to say something about spiritual energies and cosmic vibrations. But instead, he says, I heard the milkman talking about it. Useful people, milkman. They're up and about early. They notice things. And what did you mean about a cloak? I'm sure the bloody milkman didn't see that. Cathbad exhales. So, it is hair. What are you talking about? The cottage where I'm staying. It overlooks the graveyard. That figures, thinks Nelson. Well, last night, I saw a woman standing there. A woman wearing a white robe and a blue cloak. What time was that? About nine. Nelson lifts the table.